Welcome back to Solid Steps Radio. Chad Russell, Kurt Souter, and we're talking to Larry Vincent today about a reconciliation from a broken home to a home filled with love, a loveless home to a love-filled home. And Larry reminded me on the break, he is a, a listener of the show. We have a few of those, and we thank you for that. If you go to iTunes, some of you are, are uh, an iPhone user like myself, if you go to iTunes and listen to us through there, it would be great if you would take about 10 seconds and rank the show, uh, hopefully good, <laughs> but uh, give us a four or five star and, and write a small review. What happens is that pushes us up the rankings for people to see the podcast because sometimes people may not be able to find it as easily as they would like. So if you have listened to it through iTunes, just give a quick review, say, hey, thank you. We like the show. More of Chad or no, more of Kurt, less of Chad. They would <laughs> <laughs> you're not right. Yeah. Dude. Anyway, I'm sleep deprived. Anyway, and it's your birthday. Yeah, you're right. So I get lots of grace. Okay, so Larry, uh, you, you know, kind of fast forward. You, yeah. you, you, you give your life to the Lord. You get married, and and and, uh, but there's a there's God's working in you and in your family. Yeah, and you know He is not dead. No. He's He's working. He's yeah. moving. Yes, for sure. Yeah, and, and he he led me through this this time where I started questioning my upbringing, started you know trying to work out how do I make this mess uh, you know into something glorifying to God you know and and especially as a as a father when I when my firstborn uh, came into this world uh, I I desperately wanted to be uh, a father that would would honor God by raising godly children. You know, mm. and so I started dealing with that past, and through that dealing of the past, God started dealing with me and my perspective of my past. Mm. <clears throat> you know, I, you know, I mean, obviously everything I went through was was true, and 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 you know, and and all that, but you didn't understand the full story. No, I didn't. You know, I mean, my 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 mom went through some some physical issues that I, I won't necessarily dive into right here, right now. Uh, that led her to, you know, to the addictions that she had, you know, and she had her own past that she was trying to work through, you know, as, as I was trying to work through mine. And, and I had to realize that and actually understand that, yeah, that I was not loving my mom the way that I wanted my mom to love me. I was doing the same thing to my mom that my mom had done to me in the past. And, and, I, and, you know, you just come to this point where you realize that, man, <laughs> God, God wants us to love everybody equally in the same way. And, and I, I, if I want that kind of love from my mom, I need to love her. I need to love her unconditionally. Mm. And that was hard. It's, it was hard. And, and if I'm honest, it's still a little hard to love my mom unconditionally. Well, I, and I would echo that to love unconditionally in one sense, it's impossible. Right. Yeah, especially without the love of God in our hearts. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a strive, right? I mean, I strive for that in my everyday life, you know, uh, and 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 so it helped me to understand, you know, uh, to understand mom's background and understand, you know, that mom was trying her best just through her own brokenness, just didn't understand how that looked and what how that should look as a mom and how that should look as a wife or or as a as a as a human being, you know. Uh, and, and it really turned a corner uh, a couple years ago. My mom had um, a heart issue that, that sent her to the hospital. And, uh, and I remember my, my aunt, who's a Christian, uh, her sister, uh, said, Larry, pray with her. Pray for her. 
you know, she, she wants that. She just doesn't know how to ask you, mm. you know? Uh, and so I walked in and I said, I said, mom, you know, if, if, if you want me to pray with you, I will. If not, that's okay. There's a chaplain in the hospital somewhere. I'm sure we'll, we'll get him. Uh, and no, she, uh, she said, no, I, that'd be fine. You know? Uh, and, and we prayed together mm. for the first time in my life. I, 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 that's the first time I can remember doing that. And, uh, it was, it was great. You know, now my mom's still on her journey to find God. And I hope one day she does. Uh, but that changed our relationship. You know, I, I love my mom. I love her. I, I love her to death. And I hope, um, I hope she finds, you know, the Lord in a, in a, in a genuine way, you know, and that he captures her heart like he captured mine. Wow. That's powerful. And, 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 and then God, even through another tragedy, yeah, he, he, he used you. Describe that. Yeah, not too long ago, a year or two ago, years kind of blend together nowadays, um, my stepbrother, unfortunately, was killed by a drunk driver. Uh, and, I mean, that just crushed our family. And uh, they asked me to officiate that funeral, uh, which was an honor at one time, but just a stressful moment at the other, right? Uh, it, would, it was the first time I was going to be able to share the gospel uh, and the hope that Jesus gives us in the midst of tragedy mm. with my family. And, uh, and I did. Uh, and, uh, and, and that was another turning point in my whole family's history because, you know, it, it seemed like I went from the youngest brother, the child, the baby of the family uh, to the pastor, or as I like to call it, priest of the family, because I was raised Catholic. Uh, <laughs> so I became the priest of the family. Uh, and, and, and that's a, that's a title I, I wear with honor. Uh, and, and, and I try to use to, to help deepen, um, you know, the faith of those in my family. Uh, and as they try to go along with their journey with God. Wow. Yeah. That's, um, so, so Larry, in the midst of, as you're going to do your brother's funeral. Yeah. How did you handle that? A lot of prayer, a lot of prayer. Um, I have the, I have the, um, the privilege of working under uh, senior minister uh, Tim Hughes at Cornerstone in Brownsburg, Indiana, um, who who's been through a lot. Um, you know, uh, he 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 was raised in a godly home, and he but he forty years of ministry that that man has lived <laughs> lived ministry, and so I wrote that sermon out, um, and, and I and I actually used the method that Bob Russell taught um, on on uh, on how to preach funerals, and I brought that to Tim. I had him read it. And I got his advice on it. He tweaked a couple things, and and he told me he says, Larry, you just you just got to preach what God is telling you to preach. Mm. And so I did, you know. And how did your family respond? It was uh, a. It was really good. I mean, it, it was. It's almost hard for me to describe. You know, I mean, there were obviously a lot of tears, um, but. It was almost as if uh, some light switches turned on, you know, and and they and they were able to see hope through this tragedy, you know, because I'm outspoken, you know, I I, I say it how it is, you know, and I saw this as an opportunity. There was a lot of hurt in our family uh, about our relationship with our stepbrother and and how we dealt with all that, uh, and so I was able to through through God and through the Holy Spirit uh, bring bring comfort to those pains that we had felt um, 
for not ministering the way or not uh, living with Scott the way we probably should have. Wow. Yeah. So it, it was it was a good time uh, as far as that goes. God used it. God God used it. All things worked to good for those who love Christ. Right. So it, it was worked out to good. It really was. And the, the amazing thing is here you are the baby brother. Yeah. And all of a sudden you become in one sense the leader. Um. Not. Not in a, uh, but you were you were to be leading in that in that moment. Yeah, I, I I prefer the word guide in that moment. You know, I was guiding them through that pain. You know, um, to go through the shadow of death. Yeah, is... yeah, exactly right. Yeah, I was guiding them through that and and trying to help them find comfort because uh, I was trying to find it myself. You know, and and I knew we could do this together, and we did. That's amazing, and 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 so you. The, the love of God really overflowed yeah. in and through you. Yeah, and, and, and you can, you know, I, that's the best thing about uh, having a relationship with Jesus is, uh, you know, the lo- his love, just you can feel it as you're ministering and as you're praying and as you're spending time with him or spending time with others or serving him in some way. You know that he's there and you can feel that love, you know, going right through you. And it's just a great feeling. Yeah, it's um, over the years, you know, me being a pastor for 25 years, to experience that and to help others, um, you you try to usher in the peace of God, the presence of God in those difficult, horrible moments. Yeah. And he does. Yeah, he does. And my hope has always been that through these moments, my family can just grasp a little bit of the love and joy that I feel throughout most of my uh, Christian my Christian life. We all we all blow it. The Bible is really clear. <laughs> Amen. You know, we all have sinned and yeah. fallen short of the glory of God. Right. That's why we need Jesus. Exactly right. I mean, if we could do it on our own, if we could roll up our sleeves and we could say, I can muster this up on my own strength, my own power, my own creativity, my own ingenuity, my no, we can't. Right. We all have sinned. We've all blown it. We've all done things, said things, lived out our own wicked flesh, and that's why we need Jesus. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think in the Ragamuffin Gospel by Brendan Manning, the idea comes out that the more perfect I try to be, the less perfect I actually become. Mm. And, and and that one hit me right between the eyes. You know. Uh, so yeah. It's we we need a savior. We need someone to help us deal with our sin. Mm. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back with our fourth and final segment with Larry. And uh, what a story. And what story is God writing in your life? And he's a great author and he's a perfect father. And uh, we just love hearing the story that God is writing in people's lives. So we're going to take a break, come back with a fourth and final segment with Larry Vincent on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to Solid Steps Radio in our fourth and final segment. Unfortunately, our final segment. But if you want to hear this show in its entirety, thanks to our sponsors, Carol Rogers Carpet One, Adeline Credit Union, Vision First, Eye Care, and Bright Star Home Care. You can listen commercial-free on iTunes. You can go to SoundCloud. You can go to Facebook. Just type in Solid Steps Radio. Or you can go to furtherstillministries.org. Click on the mic, and you can hear these shows in their entirety commercial-free. And uh, we hope you can do that. So, Larry, God's got you on this journey. You, 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 you grow up and uh, 
you come to know Christ at 13, fall off the wagon, you know, and uh, but God's not done with you. He he resurrects you almost, you know, so to speak. And, and when you're 17, and at, at that point from till now, you you have been growing in what Peter would call growing in the grace and knowledge of Jesus. You know, you're just on this journey, and God's using you as a pastor. Yeah, uh, I, you know, serving Him in this role right now is. Um, simply amazing. You know, I'm a, I'm a connections pastor, so I'm all about outreach and discipleship and, uh, you know, so it, it, in home groups, uh, and just helping people connect to the Lord, you know, uh, and connect with each other, which is really what my testimony is all about, right? Is, you know, how I connected with God and, and, and how uh, we can't live without one another in this community called the church. And it's just been absolutely amazing to see, uh, God using my past, uh, for his for his future good, it's uh, well. You and I met uh, what, yeah. two years ago. Two years ago, yeah. And you were struggling. Yeah, I had uh, I had gone through a uh, pain in the church. Uh, you know, like so many people go through, and I was trying to process all of that. Uh, you know, I, I I felt that that my calling had been revoked almost by you know uh, by God through through these circumstances. Uh, but through through you and through um, a ton of other people in the church, uh, you know, God is teaching me a lot of different things about my future and, and, and my calling and what God is doing. You know, th- many times the church can can be the hardest on its own. Yeah. And that happened to you. It did. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know how specific I want to get, but it... it, it it was really it was a really hard time. I was a I was a senior minister of a church, and uh, the the leadership there just you know did some backhanded stuff and 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 kicked me out. And that's uh, and there's a lot of pain, and yet it was the church yeah who loved on you. Yeah, I remember the first time I, I actually my first day of uh, technical unemployment you know between churches uh, and and so and a lot of people were asking me you know are you just going to be done with church. You know, and, and my response was this uh, was the same as it is today. Why? Why would I? The church is a mess, <laughs> but it's a beautiful mess. Yeah. You know, crafted by God. You know, I mean, it, it's it's the old adage: it's a it's a hospital for sinners, not a museum for saints. Right? Uh, we we need Jesus. You know, He is not my crutch; He's my wheelchair. I can't walk with the guy without the guy. I just I refuse to. Yeah. You know, and so I'm going to serve my life. You know, I'm going to live my life in service to Him and. And that's what led me to do, you know, my my college degree, my master's degree, and now you're getting your you're working on your doctorate. Yeah, now my doctorate, and and don't think for a second that my siblings will not call me Doctor Larry Vincent <laughs> the minute I get that degree. <laughs> Nobody else will have to, but they will. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's good. So that's gonna be Doctor Priest. Yeah, uh, Doctor Priest. Yes, right. <laughs> What uh, uh, speaking of that, you you, yeah. just, you just finished uh, a doctoral course um, yeah. about spiritual formation in the pastor's life. Give us two gold nuggets of what God has been teaching you uh, through this course. Well, yeah, that's why I kind of brought up my my, my past with uh, with my previous church because you know I I'm getting a doctorate of ministry with a uh, emphasis on uh, transformational preaching uh, at Indiana Wesleyan University, uh, and uh, we were sitting. Uh, in a in a 24-hour day of silence, uh, which is really hard for me. Uh, if anyone knows me, they're laughing right now. 24-hour uh, silence, and that's where God spoke to me 
and said, you know, Larry, I never asked you to give up your calling. I asked you to give your calling to me, mm. to let me decide what to do with that calling, you know? Uh, and, and, and he also told me that, that I need uh, a lot more confidence in him uh, and in my faith. You know, growing up the way that I did, uh, you know, there's a lot of self-rejection, a lot of self-doubt, a lot of, you know, beating up. I'm really hard on myself, uh, mm-hmm. as it turns out. Um, you know, and, and God doesn't want that for me. He wants me to know who I am in him. He wants me to know that I am a beloved child of the one true king, you know, that I, that he cares for me, that he's not punishing me, uh, but he, he rejoices with me. He cries when I cry. He laughs when I laugh. You know, he, he is that good, good father that we hear about so often. Mm, that's good stuff. Yeah. And, and uh, understanding our identity in Christ. Yeah. Um, is powerful. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that the devil tries to undermine in many, many Christians' lives is our identity in Christ. He doesn't want us to understand that we are a child of the king, that we are valued, that we are salt of the earth people, that we are, we don't try to be, I mean, yes, we do, but we are, we are literally light of the world. That's what Jesus called us. Right. Right. We are called new creations in Christ. The old is gone, the new has come. Right. Because if, if we realized truly who we are in Christ, this world would be different for Jesus. You know, we, we would be unstoppable. The, the gospel would be as powerful as it was uh, in Acts. Thousands of people could be saved if we finally realized who we were in Christ. So, of course, Satan wants to, wants to undermine that. And, of course, he spends all of his time wanting to undermine that because that does damage, uh, in his mind, uh, to the gospel. And, uh, you know, even when we have tough upbringings, the, the enemy is going to whisper, you know, don't you remember... Yeah, uh, I've heard that over the years from yeah. m- many people, and that's why the that it, that's why we need the church, and that's why we need family, and we lean on one another, and that's been the beauty of me connecting with you because it has been a joy and delight. Likewise, to to get to know you, to see you, and uh, to call you brother, and uh, it's been a blast to have you come in the in the show today, Larry. Oh, I really appreciate you guys asking me to come on. It's been it's been an honor, and I'm glad I can share my story. Hopefully, help some men. Uh, you know, be better fathers and husbands. Well, our passion is how do we help deepen guys and just encourage them to, in their walk with the Lord to just continue to draw near to him. Yeah. And uh, we're all broken. We're all a mess. And we just need Jesus. And yeah. uh, we need to just walk with him, follow him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just glad that, uh, that I can help, uh, you know, and that God is helping me be that better father and husband. That's good. So let me ask you this, as one father who's getting ready to have his sixth to another guy who has six, uh, and I said I had weird names. That's not weird. It's it's genuine, and it's unique to have the children that God gives us. But um, So let me ask you, did you, do you struggle now with being a parent, having the parenting that was done, quote, done to you? Not done, but that you experienced? Yeah. Talk about your struggles as a parent. Yeah, I mean, let me tell you. I mean, there are times where I see my upbringing come out of me, right? And and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it takes a lot of accountability from people who are close to me and mm-hmm. and spiritual fathers and mothers um, to correct me lovingly, you know, to help me out. But yeah, there are plenty of times where where I I see my upbringing come out and and I ask God just to remove that, you know. But there's these other times where I see the joy of my children. You know, uh, and I see them serving the Lord, and I see them 
I see their smiles and I think, man, I'm so glad they don't have to worry about uh, their, their upbringing, the way that me and my siblings have mm-hmm. to worry about our upbringing. The right. power of what, you, what God's calling you and helping you and live out uh, yeah. to be a loving, gracious, compassionate dad. Not perfect. No, not by any stretch. By any stretch. But he's, he's helping you yeah. be a better dad. Yeah, and I'm seeing that in how my, my kids are serving God. My oldest is on a mission trip right now. With, with my wife. 11 years old. 11 years old, his first mission trip. And that kid is a natural born evangelist. Hmm. I mean, just a natural born evangelist. He, he single-handedly got a family to go to our church. <laughs> it's nah. just, by it's, loving on, on, by, on one of his buddies. Yeah, by loving on a kid, man. And, and my, my, my oldest daughter leads worship with, uh, with the children's ministry there. And I mean, my, my kids are just joys. They're just joys to have and, and joys to see how the Lord works through them. And I just, I can't be prouder of my kids. I couldn't. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a blessing. It is. You have, there's no greater joy. Yeah. Than to hear and to see that my kids are walking in the truth. And it's nice to see Christ break the cycle of our sin so that it doesn't get repeated in the future generation. Uh, Amen. Amen. Larry, it's been great to have you. Would you pray? Pray quickly for us guys and for us men who are listening, please. Yeah, let's pray. Father, thank you so much for restoring uh, the brokenness in our lives uh, to something uh, that is new and refreshing. Father, I, I pray for these men that are listening to this right now, the men in this room. I pray, God, that uh, any hurt, any brokenness, Father, that we have felt in the past, that we are feeling now, uh, that I pray that we would give that to you, that we put that in your hands, and let you deal with it and restore in a way that only you know how, Father, so that we can be the men, the fathers, and the husbands that you have called us to be. Father, thank you for loving us unconditionally. Mm-hmm. Help us to share that same love with those that we, that we live with and those that we experience in our, in our communities and in our world. I ask this in the mighty and powerful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Thank you, Larry. Amen. And uh, we thank you for listening to the show. And the story that God is writing in Larry's life, you could probably see some similarities in yours. And we just pray that your eyes of your heart are open to see the Father, like Paul wrote in Ephesians, that the eyes of your heart is open to see the Father for who he is. And, And Larry is living that out. And we thank you for Larry for coming in. We thank you for listening. So pass this along to someone else. And uh, thank you for listening to Solid Steps Radio. 